Good morning, Living Stones. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, can we give it up for all the amazing moms in this place this morning? If you're a mom, we just want to thank you for being so selfless and serving your children so well. We want you to feel so loved and so special today. But hey, if, if you're comfortable, um, we wanted to also invite you up to the front to worship with us. Um, it's okay to have some fun in church, amen? So if you feel, you know, daring and you want to come up here and, and praise God with everything, um, you're more than welcome to. But today, let's praise God with our whole hearts, amen? Father, we thank you that you're in this room today. God, we thank you for um, all that you've done for us this week. God, we thank you for the amazing moms, God, who've devoted their lives to serving the next generation as it would not be possible without them um, to have new lives. So God, we thank you that you bless and reward them for all of their pain, their grief, their sorrow that they've had to go through. And Lord, we just ask that today you would be glorified. Jesus, you would be magnified in this place. So we give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise. Thank you for joy and an amazing Sunday. In Jesus' name, y'all said amen today. Come on, let's worship.
Can we lift high the name of Jesus in this room? You're so good, Father. Now every voice you see, swing wide, oh you heavens, let the praise go up as the walls come down, a creation, everything with breath repeat, that's you today, when the children, clean as pure hearts, good grace, good God, His name is Jesus, oh we magnify, swing wide, oh you heavens, Sound all the children clean as pure hearts, good grace, good eyes. His name is Jesus. Oh, 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 you and keep you make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace shine upon and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. Oh, you receive your peace, God. Amen.
will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing great are you Lord all the earth all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing great are you And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. It's the sound of heaven, come on. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. Can we lift a shout of praise today? Man, isn't he good? Come on. He rides the praises of his people. In Psalm 66, 1, it says to make a joyful shout to God. That's what we're doing today, church. It says all the earth to sing out the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. God, we want to make your praise glorious today. It says say to God, can we say this to him today? How awesome are your works. Say how awesome are your works, God. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. All the earth, all the earth, 
All the earth shall worship you and sing praise to you. They shall sing praise to your name. Do we have that next verse? It says, come and see the works of God. That he is awesome in his doing toward the sons and daughters of men. Do we believe that today? Do we believe that? And this next song is just about that, to come and see what God can do. That he's the God of revival, that he can restore no matter how hard it's been as a mom this past year, that God is a God of redemption, that he can restore what was lost, what was broken. So God, we just ask you to restore, to revive us today, not just the women, but the men as well. And God, we thank you that you would revive this church. God, that you would come and awaken your people, awaken the city, awaken living stones. And we thank you that as that verse says, we will come and see the works of you right here, right now, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. See what you can do, oh God, oh wonders, your power has no end. The things you've done before,
victory. We have victory over everything that we have gone through in the last few years. Lord, we have victory because you have made things good. Lord, you perform miracles. You break off every chain, Father. You heal our bodies and our hearts and our minds. And when we come expecting and ready to surrender ourselves over to you, Father, you let fire fall and catch within our spirit. Lord, may today be a day whether it is a day of weeping or rejoicing, God, there's so many possibilities, Father. Lord, we know that you have ordained mothers in, in so many ways, God. We know that you have given women a nurturing power, whether it is nurturing a child, whether it is nurturing a sister, whether it is nurturing a business or a ministry, God. We know that you have given us that, that you've planted those seeds within us, Father. And not just the women, Lord. Today we declare victory over those things, Father. We declare victory over the really dark and difficult parts. And together we rejoice as a family. We rejoice as a family in comfort and in victory, God. Living Stones Church, what an amazing day to be together and to lift up the Lord. Would you just greet someone, some, a mother, a, a sister, someone who's impacted your life, and our guests as well, make them feel welcome. That's fun. It's a fun sound. Got sound effects at church now. That's how you know it's going to be good. Do you mind handing me those? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good morning. How's everybody Woo! doing today? Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Have you been spoiling your moms this morning? I got to meet all of the last-minute people at Stater Brothers this morning. <laughs> Yes, they were so busy out of their minds over there. We had to go get some balloons all done up for the pretty pictures back there. So moms, make sure you get your pictures taken. Awesome little photo opportunity over there. So fun. Well, these are not my bride, but they're good-looking dudes, aren't they? Come on. Come on. These are, these are my mighty men right here. Pastor Keith, what? Pastor AJ. Yeah. Come on. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> did, did either of you do a tithe verse? Awesome. Well, I'll do it right here. No, it's fine. I'm, you know what? When you put guys in charge of anything, nothing will happen or anything could happen. You just never know. Anything amazing stuff happen. happens sometimes. That's right. Amazing stuff happens. You know, as we come around our giving our tithes and offerings this morning, just uh, continuing in our worship, you know, it's, it's amazing what God can do with a willing heart. Amen? With a willing heart. And, and when you submit, and I'm going to talk about this later, so I'm not going to get into it too much, but when you submit what you have, to the Lord, he can bless it. Are you with me? Are you with me? So if you're not a tither, I dare you. I dare you to try it. 
I dare you to try it. I know. Oh, man, church is talking about money again. See, honey, this is why we don't go to church. They just talk about money. Listen, we don't need your money. We don't need your money, but you need to understand God's goodness. And that's why we ask you to learn and to do these things. It's the only thing in the Bible where God says, test me. Everything else he says, if, you, if you're going to test me, you're getting the wrong. But this is the one area where he says, test me and see if I won't open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing that you can't contain. So God is daring you. I'm daring you. If you're not a tither yet, give it a try. Give it a try. Tithe means 10%, one-tenth of your income. Give it a try. Start with 1% if you need to start somewhere. But start somewhere saying, God, I don't know about this. I don't know if these church people are trustworthy or not, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you, and I'm going to see what you can do when I start to be that generous person, have that generous spirit. Amen? So as we have our ushers come forward, let's pray over our tithes and offerings. Pastor AJ, you want to pray over us? Before we pray, I just want to remember, mm. give you one point. A yeah. tenth was in the Old Testament, right? And ah, Jesus, come on. Jesus came and said, you know, I don't amend the laws. I add to mm. them. I amend them. I, amend them. I came to mm. add, add more. To, I say even if you think that, it's about your heart. It's about giving. Mm. If my, you want to come, come in the kingdom of heaven, you got to give it all, right? Come on. So everything you have, it's not even about the tenth. It's about your heart. Yes, and choosing Lord. it, it'll be, yes, be obedient by God, right? Thank you, So we're going to bow our heads and pray. So good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for day, Lord. Thank you for, man, thank you for moms. Thank you for blessing us with the women in our lives, Lord. Let us uh, appreciate what you've given us, and, and let us uh, give that and, and, and do what we need to do today to uh, cherish them, Lord. But you come first. Our, our beings to you come first, Lord. So whatever you put on our heart, and our heart is yours, let us give freely and knowing that you're going to do much more than we could ever do. Thank you for this congregation. Thank you for these people. I bless them and favor on them as they go out through the week, Lord, and let them know that today is to encourage them to go spread the gospel tomorrow, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 So good. You know, while they're, while they're passing those things, let me ask a question. Who loves their mom? Yeah. There you go. Lift up a shout. Who loves free stuff? Woo! Who would like to win some free stuff for their mom? Come on, somebody. All right, I need, I need 12 volunteers, the first 12 that get right here. Not moms. Not moms. We're winning it for moms today. We're winning it for moms. You are doing this on behalf moms of your mom. Watch. So a mom that's doing it for her mom, well, I guess there. that would work. One, that could two, work. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, we need a couple more. That's two more. Right. We need two, two more. more. There we that's go. That's one. We need one more. One more. Oh, yeah, she made it first. You can go on the next one. You can go on the next one. All right. All right. That's all right. You can go on the next one. You got this. Don't worry about it. The next one, we can have as many people as we want. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be even more crazy. Oh, my goodness. Twelve. We need one more. Oh, is that it? Get up there. Get up there. Come on, Brennan. All right. We're going to pass these guys out. Or I think AJ was really, really wanting to demonstrate this. He was very, they were very excited to demonstrate this. Start over here. So here, here's what we're doing right here. So everybody's eyes on, on Pastor AJ. You got, you got your spoon? Here's another one. You need another one? Just one, since you got a mic. I'm allowed, I'm allowed to throw elbows, by the way. Oh, man. You need two? You want your second one? There we go. There it is. So these guys are carrying wiffle balls on spoons. Oh, there it goes already. And here's the deal. You are in a race to go all the way around the room without running, because we don't need any lawsuits today, okay? 
but walking quickly and not knocking over other people's, okay? What's that? If you run, you're automatically, just, you're, you're out, you're done. It's over. But if you drop your ball, you got to come back to the beginning. If you knock someone else's ball over, both of you come back to the beginning. Ooh, the audience, mm, I don't know what would happen there, Taylor. Well, why don't you try it? We'll see what happens, Taylor. No, anyway. Accidentally body checks are totally, f- no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If they're, if they're Kings fans, it's okay. Just knock them, you know. Anyway, anyway, go Oilers. All right, come line up over here. Come line up over here. Kind of like kitty corner, so it's kind of fair, but not really. <clears throat> so we, we got to tell them why they're doing two balls and two spoons, though, right? That's right. We've got the, we got, I love, I love. Oh, you want to take some spoons? Here you go. You're because there's a Thank reason you. You. there's two. I love these cute little ditties. This is awesome right here, right? Moms are always trying to do two things at once. You think that's easy? You'll find this challenge easy. Hold two spoons with two wiffle balls on each. Race around the outside of the chairs without dropping the wiffle balls. If you drop them, you may pick them up and start again. First one around wins. If you fail to complete the task... Maybe you should give mom a break and do a few chores this week. Actually, you should do that anyway. Come on. So good. So good. Are we ready? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know what? You know what the Bible says? The last shall be first. You know what that means? All the people that lined up on that side ready to go first, they get to go last. So we're going to go this way. And go around, oh, so look at that. Isn't that awesome? That's wonderful. Ready, set, oh, you're not set. That's not set. Ready, set, go. And and they got to make them in the bucket when they're done. (laughs) There they go. Got to get them in the bucket. There they go. Here they come. Come on, Sadie. They're rounding first. Come on, Sadie. It's going around. Oh, Oh, we're not hearing any balls drop. Oh, oh, get him in the bucket right here. Oh, oh, yes, we have a winner. Great work, great work. Great work. Where'd she go, Sadie? Great work. Go give that to your mom and tell her how awesome she is. The rest of you, text your mom and tell them what chores you're going to do this week. Going to be absolutely epic. All right. We have a second challenge. Woo. This one's, this one's going to be good. I think we have enough for pretty much anybody that wants to do it. So if you, if you want a second chance at winning something for your mom or you want your first chance, it's time to get out of your seats and line up on the front here. Line up on the front here. Here's game number two. Facing the audience. We're going to face the audience. These guys will come up in front of you. Does anything taste better than mom's cookies? Not on your life. In this challenge, you will have to maneuver one of mom's not-so-homemade cookies from your forehead to your mouth using only your facial muscles to wiggle that cookie on its way. Complete this task, and you will win. Yep. You guys are watching. You're going to be able to tell me who won. You got, who, are you guys playing fair? Don't choose your kid. Jesus is watching you guys. Jesus is watching. <clears throat> so they're handing out a cookie. Anybody want to jump in here before they get started? Come on, Ruby. 
I know you can win this for your mom. I've seen those facial muscles working. Come on, get up there. Get up there. Oh, yes. Scoot it down. Scoot it down. Who else is hanging out out there that wants to win? I think there's some other crazy people out there that want to win. Yes. You got this. You got this. Let everybody start at the same time. Who's got the strongest face, the most face muscles? Got to get it down. If they drop them, you can give them a new one. I think they could pick it up. I think, I think we can, you know what? Five-second rule, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's nasty. Anyway, are we ready? Who's going to win this? Somebody over here is going to win. Ready, set, go. Oh, ah. Don't use your hands. Don't use your hands. Get it down. Get it down. Who's got it? Who's got the skills? Oh. Did you get it? Come on. Gavin. Come on. It was, hey, was it one of these guys? You got it. So these three think they got it first. You know what that means? Showdown. Showdown. Get these three guys up here. One, two, three. Get up here. Get up here, Cookie Monsters. Because now, now the eyes are on them. Now we're really watching. Uh-oh. Pastor Keith, we're going to have to bring back to life. Get that man some water. Are you ready? The showdown begins. Who thinks Gavin's going to win? Gavin! Come on, come on. What was your name, brother? Did you wear a shark shirt to my church? I did. Lord Jesus. <laughs> it's okay because they're not in the playoffs, all right? Jesus loves everybody. It's totally yes. fine. I'm going to be rooting for you because you're a hockey fan, so that's all right. And I love this guy because he loves Samsung and doesn't, doesn't believe in Apple. So we're, we're good. We're getting there. All right, ready? Set. Go. Oh. Oh. Dropping cookies. Dropping cookies. Wink it. Wink it. Wink it. Wink it. Wink it. Wink it. Wink it, a wink it, a wink it what? Oh, my oh, God! Oh! 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 My goodness! That is why hockey is the best sport in the world, in the name of Jesus. Oh, my goodness gracious. There's, there's a lot of cookies left here. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I think we could probably give these things out, too. We'll see what happens here. You know what? Who, who's, the, who's the newest mom? Do we have a newest mom? Newest mom. Newest mom. Hannah, Hannah, get up here. Oh First God. Mother's Day. Yeah. Hannah Butler, come on. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we got to show you off while you're eating your cookies. That's perfect. So good. If they do that one, do they have to prove it? Funnest mom? Oh, that could be a, that could be a, a prove it thing. Who, who thinks their mom is the funnest? Oh, we got people wow. who absolutely just said no. Yeah, we got a fun mom there and a fun mom there. What? How do we know? How do we, how do we know she's the funnest mom? Oh, wait, oh, it's that good, Ruby. Why why is your mom the funnest mom? She lets you stay up. That's a pretty fun mom. Got something better? She does make really funny jokes. You got something better? Oh, 
Well, all the roller coasters? You gotta be kidding me. Do you got something better? Ooh, mm, mm. How many moms make some really good food? I think it has to be a joke off. I don't know. A joke off? I don't, no, that's all right. That's all right. For the funnest moms, because you're so fun, you get the cookies. Here, come here. Come here, funnest moms. Come here, funnest moms. You might want to be fun and pass that out. If you don't want to be fun, you want to have fun by yourself, enjoy those. Enjoy those. There you go. There you go. You can share that. Oh, let's see. Who, who has, whose mom, let's see, has the oldest kid present? Present. Oldest kid present. Your mom is in the room and you are in the room. Oldest kid present. 29 years old, that's, that's perfect. 35? 50? Do we have anybody that beats 50 and your mom is in the room? What? 50. I said 50. We, we got to learn math. Math is hard. Math Rob. is hard. 36 is not greater than 50. But good job. So good. Well, you win, man. You can get that to mom right there. Oh, my goodness. So much fun. This is fun. This is a lot of fun. So much fun. I love it. I love having fun. Who likes having fun in church? We may be having more fun than they are. We probably are having more fun than they are. You know, as the men part of our pastoral team, we have tried so hard to get axe throwing for Mother's Day. Yeah. And the ladies just, they're like, that's not what moms want. I'm like. You guys want that, right? Axe throwing. So we do. Archery. Have a present <laughs> for all for the moms. every single mom. That's yeah. right. That's right. So moms, that raise your hand. Raise your hand, moms. We got some gifts for you. We're gonna. We're, the ushers are gonna pass those out to and, you. And, and as they're giving these out, yes. can, I, can I talk to the moms for just a minute? Talk to the moms. So moms, sometimes the world and people around us say, "Well, you're just a mom." Ooh. And that word, just right. Ooh. Sometimes you guys hear, or it's the enemy in your own head, I'm just a mom. I just take care of my kids. I think as stay-at-home moms or moms that homeschool, all I do is take care of my kids. I just school them. And I want to speak to that as a lie because I believe, and I believe what the Holy Spirit would say to moms this morning Mm. is that being a mom is one of, if not the highest calling. Yeah. To raise your children and to point them to Jesus. So if any mom in here has ever thought, I'm just a mom. Right. I just raise my kids. Mm, I just right. school them or nurture mm. them. Remove that just because that's a lie. Yes. That is Amen. one of God's greatest callings to raise Amen. those children and to point them to Jesus. So walk away from here today knowing you Come are on. not just a mom, but you walk in one of God's greatest that's right. callings and anointings. That's right. Come on. Cake pops. Oh, my gosh. Those look delicious. I wish I was a mom. Just saying. Just saying. No. Oh, my goodness. If, if it's your first time, welcome. Yes, yeah. we are always this crazy. Oop. We are just like to have fun in church, so it is what it is. But if it's your first time, we have a gift for you also. So definitely go and see us at the, at the welcome table on your way out. Fill out our connection card so that we can stay in touch with you, and we got a gift for you there, so make sure you get that. Um, youth, where are my youth at? Seriously? You have cookies. You should oh be louder, louder than that. You've got to be kidding me. Next time, broccoli. Broccoli. They got to, like, get broccoli to fall in their mouth. We'll make this fun. You got to earn it for your mom, you know? But anyway. Anyway, youth, there is no youth group this week. 
There's no youth group this week. We've got people doing finals and all those kinds of things. But even more importantly than that, Pastor Jen, can you come up here, please? Oh, Pastor Jen. Pastor Jen. Pastor Jen. Come on, cheer for Pastor Jen. Pastor Jen. Come on. Come on. Get on up. Get on up. Talking about crazy moms. Pastor Jen's a crazy mom. We call her Mama Jen because she's a mom to so many people. That's right. We love her so much, and she's so awesome. But Mama Jen is getting knee surgery tomorrow. So we're going to pray over her. And, and that's another reason why the youth is taking a couple weeks off is so that she can have some rest. And so we're going to be praying for her youth while you're, when you're praying for your finals, be praying for her, okay, also at the same time. So, so let's pray over Pastor Jen and go ahead and extend your hands this way. Father God, we just thank you so much for Pastor Jen. Lord, we thank you for all that she does for this church as, as a mother bear to so many of our youth. And we just thank you, Lord, that you've called her and placed her in a place where she can use her gifts that she can use her passion, she can use her talent. And so, Lord, we pray over this surgery tomorrow that it would go well in Jesus' name, that her recovery would be faster than expected, and, God, that the pain would be minimal in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Another you. note we on youth, if you have giving envelopes uh-huh. and they have not been returned yet, yep. get those in. Yep. Okay, so if you have a giving envelope from the giving wall, Mm-hmm. Um, get those in. There's still plenty of time. Yep. Thank you. If, you. if you gave online because you're like, I don't do checks and I don't bring cash, and you gave online for the youth, just let us know that that gift was for youth. Like, reach out to us. Let us know, hey, I gave 50 bucks or I gave 400 bucks or I gave $10,000 to send every kid in the valley to, to camp. You know, whoever that is, you know, send that. Let us know, and then that way we can make sure that that money gets allocated where it needs to go. That would be awesome. Oh, where are my men at? Give me a grunt. There they are. There they are. We got Fight Club this week, gentlemen. If you're sitting next to a boy, invite them. They will leave a man. Get there. It will happen. It, Get there. That's it. Get those guys, all of them. Yep, yep, look around. Get your eyes on the men. You're all invited. You're not only invited, you have to come. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We will come after you. We're taking pictures right now. Make sure not, we get everybody. Track people. So it's so good. So anyways, come to Fight Club. We don't talk about Fight Club because we get real in Fight Club. We get real. It's so fun. Ah. Should, should they follow us on social media? What do you think? They should follow us on social yeah, media. They should. I got Mike here. On, I think they should. On Facebook. Yeah. On YouTube. That's it. And I even think youth has stuff on. They do. Instagram. On Insta, Insta, Instaface. Insta, Insta was that it? Instaface? Facegram. Yeah, Facegram, I think it is. Up Facegram. in your face. Yeah. yeah. Making stuff so happen. Th- there's so many Facegram? ways you can yeah. follow Facegram. online. Yeah. yeah. There, there's so many ways platform. to follow online. There's also the Church Center app. Yeah. You guys don't have the Church Center app. Download You're the Church missing Center app. Out. Yep. When we talk about men's, when we talk about sisterhood, fight club, all those all things, there. you want to know the information, where it's at, what time. That's it. Um, um, church Center app is a place to get it. The other thing that is a great thing about the Church Center app is when you're a member of one of those groups, mm. there is a lot of fellowship. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of prayer there's time. There's a right lot of discussion that happens in those. So yep. while we can be disconnected during the week, um, because we're at work, we can be united in hearing mm-hmm. and sharing scripture, right. hearing and sharing prayers to those. So Amen. it's more than just a tool to get an information. It's a tool to stay connected. That's right. So good. Another way to stay connected is volunteer, right, Pastor AJ? Yeah, volunteer. Be here at 8 o'clock yeah. in the morning on Sundays and get poured into by other leaders here. Come on. We got John. We got Sam. Come on. Directing the inside. We got um, Pastor Chelsea directing the youth. And my son actually is always helping out there. 
Yes. He's, he's a big help, right? So yes. yeah, actually, you get more. Sometimes even the moms were here, man. The moms were here this morning, ready to serve, right? They get Come here at 8 o'clock in the morning, and they, mm. they put today aside, and, and they know it's, it's a special day for them, but they know Jesus came to serve everybody. So I think out here early in the morning was a special time. And Amen. a lot of things go on. I mean, fellowship and, and uh, just get here. Get here and enjoy what God pours out on us, and it's Come we get ready for worship. So. Amen. Come on. Yep. Well, awesome. Are you guys ready to get started for today? So can, can yeah. I do one other thing and embarrass oh. somebody in the room? Uh-oh. And Please. she knows what's coming. But, and, and I want to go Heather. back to youth for a dun, minute. Dun, dun. Because you know why youth isn't so important is there's a young lady sitting in the room mm. that has grown into an incredible young woman Come on. Yeah. that supports Come her on. husband. And you, a lot of you might not know. Whoop. Come but on. Miss Christina back there Hello. came to visit us today. Yeah. Yay. And Welcome, some Christina. of us have known her since she was a wee little thing in like elementary school. Seventh grade. Okay. Middle school. But I just want to point her out because she, not only did she come back, she lives on the East Coast now. She came back to visit her church family, but at Come the on. same time, we watched her grow because of what happens in youth and because the church surrounded and walked with her family and they walked with them. Mm-hmm. So Christina's here, and if, if uh, Veronica and Gregory get to watch this, yeah. you know what? she's an incredible young woman, and we're so proud Come she's on. here. Come on. You know what's crazy about that whole thing is that she's known you since you're a wee little thing because you still are. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cutest. So cute. I mean, he, he grows this way. Where I, you know, anyway, so thank you guys. You know what? If I put the hair up again. That's true. You'd be way taller than me. Yep, get that thing up there. Thank you so much. Give a shout for my mighty men. Come on. Love those guys. I got to say hi to the people online. I'm missing them. Oh my goodness. Monica Harper, love you. Quinn and Beniva, you're awesome. Dominguez family, Pastor Tanya, Pastor Abel, love you guys. John Hassler, all the way out there. Love you, dude. From Muskogee, Oklahoma. So awesome. I don't even know. I don't know where that is. But it has to be a real place. I believe it. Desiree, love you. Phil, love you. Sierra Hennessy, Dorothy Fraganin. Catherine Pereira, love you. John Nett. Oh, my gosh. All these ladies. Brittany Black, love you guys. Happy Mother's Day. You're incredible. Thank you for being on here today. Oh, my goodness. Who's ready for church? I am so ready to bring the word this morning. I'm so ready that I forgot my shirt. You're like, well, you're wearing a shirt, Pastor. But I wear two shirts to church because the first one gets sweaty. So you get the sweaty shirt today because I left the other one sitting very nicely on on my stairs, hung up, looks awesome, collared shirt, everything. Yeah, so anyway, and and where are my paper Bible people at? I don't count today because I left my Bible in the other car. So that was awesome. So anyways... We're, we're going to have it all together today, right? Because together we have it all. Amen. So I got some paper Bible people today. Where are my paper Bibles at? That one looks good. I like that. Ooh, that bright blue. That one's one of my favorites. Teal. Teal's always good. Pastor Sarah still thinks she has the best Bible in the house, but we'll let her think that. You know, it's okay. It's, it's good to just uplift people's spirits. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 2. We're going old school today. And you know what? I had this idea, and I was wondering if you guys would help me with it. I was going to call my mom. Can I call my mom? She should be at church and not answer, but we can all still say happy Mother's Day. And if she's not at church, we're not going to judge her, okay? Can we do that? Because she doesn't know I'm about to do this, so, um, so we're, we're going to see what happens. Anything could happen. We'll just see. Um, let's see. Let's call mom. Mom, I've never done this before because you never know what's going to happen. Hopefully she says inappropriate things. We will see. 
She's my mom, you guys, so if I can remember her number. Uh-oh. Don't tell her that I did that, you guys. All right, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Apple phones, remember that stuff? Let's see if it, let's see if it rings. Oh, let me put it on speaker. Here we go. should have called my dad. <laughs> he would answer. She must be talking to Call a has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. So on three, we'll do Happy Mother's Day. Is not available. She's not. Nope. The mailbox is full and cannot... Ah! Goodbye. Mom! Gotta be kidding me! See, that's why you don't do those things, you know, unplanned. But all of you can text my mom right now, message her on Facebook, say, hey, we tried to call you and wish you happy Mother's Day. But anyways, all right, did everybody make it to Exodus chapter 2? Good, good, good. Well, I can wish my my mother-in-law happy Mother's Day because she's here. And she would answer my call. She would. So anyway, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, moms. So glad you're here today. My beautiful bride is not in the room because she's serving in kids, um, but she is absolutely incredible. Um, Chelsea, I don't, I don't think anybody else could be married to me except for Chelsea. Let's put it that way. That, you got to pray for Chelsea. That poor girl and my, all my sarcasm and all those things all the time, but Chelsea is one of the hardest working people that you will ever meet. Um, most of you don't know all of the stuff that she does, but I remember just not, not that long ago, we had lost a bunch of leaders all at the same time. Some people left the church, and, and uh, they all were in charge of very big things, and Chelsea pretty much took over all of it, right? She took over our worship team. She took over our kids' ministry. She took over all of it when we had four or five leaders leading all of that before. Chelsea is absolutely incredible. When she's at home, she is a, she's a mom all the time, full time, never stops. That doesn't, you know, she doesn't take a break on that one. Um, and she also, she, she cleans the house, right? She takes care of the dishes, the laundry. She, she's also, she's a, she's a homeschool teacher and a pastor. Ugh, I mean, like, goodness, I'm, I'm just tired just saying all the things she does. I can't imagine how she feels doing all the things she does, but... I wanted to, I was thinking that I could probably give her a Mother's Day gift that would blow her mind. And so I was thinking that maybe you guys could help me with that. Are you willing to do that? So here's what I would like you to do. No, I'm not going to call her. She's supposed to be teaching the kids, so I'm not going to call her. But she probably would answer. She'd be like, what are you doing? But here's what I want you to do. So she works really hard in our kids' ministry really, really hard. When people call in sick, she's there. So she takes over all of those things when people call in sick and things like that. And she works really hard at our kids ministry. And so I'm going to, I want to surprise her by asking you if you would be willing to volunteer in our kids ministry and shock her by doing that. She, She does not expect me to do this today. But so what I want to ask of you, if you've had it on your heart, you've been questioning it, you've been wondering, like, should I do this? Should I not do this? 
do it, okay? So I'm going to give you this phone number. This is the church phone number. Of course, it goes to Chelsea's phone, not my phone, right? It goes to Chelsea's phone. So she's going to get all of these texts. So if you're willing to volunteer, send your name and say, hey, I'm willing to volunteer. Maybe it's once a month or whatever it is, but just let her know. I think it would just shock her off of her socks. Men, where are my men at? If I can get men, like, listen, our country has a dad problem. We've got a lot of men that are being boys. So if we can get some men in there that will be willing to teach our kids and have fun with them and goof off with them and be silly, text this number. Okay, I'm going to give it to you right here. 951-290-7117. That's the church phone number. So you can text that number, 951-290-7117. Say, hey, this is me, and I'd like to volunteer in kids' church. And just freak her out. Freak her out. Blow her phone up right now. I want her phone vibrating like crazy. And if, if you're like, that scares the bejeebies out of me, Pastor. Thanks, but no thanks. I'd love to help. At, you still have that number. Text her and just say, Happy Mother's Day, Pastor Chelsea. Can you do that? All right. Awesome. Are we still in Exodus chapter 2? Has, any, has anybody started the service yet? Like, what are we doing here? Goodness gracious. This is going to last like forever. Come on. You know, moms are what I'd like to call unsung heroes. I was going to tell that to my mom if she would answer the phone. But she's in church, and she doesn't check her voicemail, evidently. <laughs> but, uh, but moms are unsung heroes. They do so much for us, and they don't get paid to do it. Like, if, if anybody were to give, like, a job offering to be a mom, nobody would sign up for it. It's like, hey, you've got to stay up all hours of the night. You have to be ready. Yeah, we, we require that our employees be 100% ready at 24 hours a day to on call. You can't say no. And you don't get paid. Hey, the benefits are great. You know, like, no, right? You, know, you get to clean up, throw up, and t- take care of all those things. Moms are unsung heroes. Say unsung hero. Unsung hero. If you'd like to follow along in the YouVersion Bible app, I've got all my notes in there. Um, go in there. Click on the, the, the more button on the bottom, um, click on events and Living Stones Church, and you'll see all my notes there for you. All right, ready? All right, Michelle's ready. The rest of you are not ready, but Michelle's ready, so that's good. Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 says, about this time, a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. Oh, somebody say, oh, oh, that's so nice. Verse 2, the woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. Wow, that must be a really special baby. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, right? I'm I'm sure I was a special baby, but anyway. Verse 3, but when she could no longer hide him, just to give you context, we're talking about Moses here, so so that you're like, why why, why did they hide their kid for three months? Like, what in the world? Like, what an ugly baby was that, you know? (laughs) Anyway, she got a basket made of papyrus and reeds, and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in a basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. Verse 4, the baby's sister then stood at a distance watching to see what would happen to him. Verse 5, soon Pharaoh's daughter came down into the, to bathe in the river, and her attendants walked along the riverbank. When, when the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it for her. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Verse 7, then the the baby's sister approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you, she asked. Verse 8, yes, do, the princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother. Verse 9, 
Take this baby and nurse him for me, the princess told the baby's mother. I will pay you for your help. Come on, somebody, right? You just got to give up your kid so that they'll they'll pay you to, to take care of your own kid. Anyway, I'll pay you. I like that. That's awesome. We should all pay our moms to take care of us, right? We got a couple of moms going, amen, and come on. That's how you get it going. So the baby took, her home, took him home and nursed, nursed him. Verse 10, later, when the boy was older, his mother brought him back to the Pharaoh's daughter who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses, for she explained, I lifted him out of the water. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for your word this morning. We thank you that you're going to speak to us, that you're going to pour into us, that you're going to show us how important we are, how important our moms are and how unsung heroes should be celebrated. And so, God, we thank you and give you the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know, what I find interesting about this is that it doesn't even say her name. Did you notice that? As you're reading that, like we're all talking about Moses, but it says a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Talk about unsung hero. Right, And as you look at, this is the story of Moses' birth. I mean, it's pretty important. Moses is a pretty important guy. Anybody agree with me? When you're looking in the Bible, Moses is a pretty important character, right? And yet his mom gets no credit, Doesn't just like the rest of our moms, right? No credit. She had a baby that was illegal to have a baby as a Hebrew woman in Egypt. It was illegal. You had to sacrifice your sons. They could keep the daughters. But she had to sacrifice the sons. And she's like, no, I can't do it. So she hides them for three months. Gets no credit for that. Scared out of her mind, not knowing what to do. She's like, the safest thing I can do to keep him possibly safe is put him here to let him float down the river and let God do the rest. And then God does this. Still, no credit to mom. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Is anybody with me this morning? Oh, man. This is Moses. I mean, it's pretty, pretty darn important. I mean, this is the guy who, like, stretches out his staff over the Red Sea and parts it. Like, saves all the people. What a champion of the faith. But here's the unsung hero right here. We're going to go to Exodus chapter 6, verse 20. Amram married his father's sister. I'm going to make sure I say this right. Jochebed. I, I put it in phonetics on my other page. Jochebed. Somebody say Jochebed. Jochebed. And she gave birth to his, his sons, Aaron and Moses. Jochebed. Now you know. Next, next time you go talk to somebody, you ask them, hey, hey who's Moses' mom? Like, I don't know. Jochebed. Jochebed. Jochebed is Moses' mom. It mentions her here, and it also mentions her one more place in Numbers. Numbers chapter 26, verse 59. And it says, and Amram's wife was named Jochebed. She also was a descendant of Levi, born among the Levites in the land of Egypt. Amram and Jochebed became the parents of Aaron, Moses, and their sister, Miriam. I just, oh, man, as I read about, I mean, I think of Moses. And if I kind of think of, like, my heroes that I look forward to meeting when I get to heaven, Moses is on the list. You know what I mean? Like, like how did you do that, man? Like, that had to have been gnarly. Like, to walk through the water, I mean, to, to go up to Pharaoh and tell him, what's up? I mean, I'm like, Moses, right? And, but they don't, they don't talk about his mom, Jochebed. No credit. Hmm. Somebody say unsung hero. 
unsung hero. Where are my note takers at? Do we have some note takers this morning? Yeah, we got some note takers out there. Good, good. Here's the first point this morning. I will know my value as the hero behind the hero. I will know my value as the hero behind the hero. Listen up. No Jochebed, no Mosey. Hello. Hello. There's a lot of people out there. I loved what Pastor Keith shared. Or, or was it? Yeah, it was Pastor Keith. I'm like, remember which one was on which side. Pastor Keith shared, Pastor AJ shared. But you're not just a mom. No Jochebed, no Moses. No Jochebed. And her faithfulness and her faith in the midst of fear, in the midst of persecution, protecting her child, making sure he's okay until he's old enough to float in the boat without rocking it. Are you with me? Right? No joke of bed, no Moses. That means no saving the Israelites. No walking through, through the Red Sea. None of that happens without joke of bed. None of it happens without her. Unsung hero. Did anybody know Moses' mom's name before this morning? Nobody. One person who went to Bible college. Okay, right? The rest of you who didn't go to Bible college like me don't know, right? We didn't know that. We didn't know that. Because it, it wasn't considered important enough when talking about Moses' birth. But no Jochebed, no Moses. Are you with me? When I think about the heroes and the different people, in, uh, heroes of the faith, when I think about all the different leaders who have led different movements, we think about that person, but someone raised that person. Someone raised that person. Someone, someone took care of them when they were freaking out. Huh? Right, moms? Right? We, we know the worst about our kids. That's why I was also nervous when my mom would answer the phone. Right? What's she going to say? I don't know. Right? Praise God she was in church like she's supposed to be. But you just don't know. My mom knows things about me, oh, that you wish you'd know so you could give it to TMZ or something else, you know. Like, but here's the thing. No joke bed, no Moses. No mother's love and desperate pursuit, no deliverer of God's people. You know what joke bed means? It means God's glory. Isn't that amazing? When I think about moms, and I think about what you do day in and day out, right? As, as we're, we're, we're enjoying, is anybody enjoying this new series? Yeah? Is, is, it's a fun one, right? Flip the script. Is that what it's called? I, I keep forgetting. I, I had two names for this thing, and I keep messing with it. It messes with my head. I'm like, I'm like, oh, gosh, I wish I would have only come up with one so I don't forget. But this series, I, when I think about the hero in this story, obviously the emphasis biblically is on Moses. But then I look at Jacob. I'm like, gosh, there would be no Moses without Jochebed. What if Jochebed didn't have the faith? What if she would just followed the rules? How many of you, when you think of having faith, you think of, oh, they, they do the right thing? Well, the right thing in this regard would have been sacrificing her son. That would have been the right thing. She had enough faith to do the wrong thing, to follow what God said. When, when God whispered to her and said, this is an important child, protect him. Are you with me? Jochebed, everything rides on Jochebed's faith. Everything. Moses does nothing without Jochebed. Listen, Pastor Justin is nothing without Becky Kenton. 
raised me, took care of me, watched over me, made sure, like when I was doing all my crazy stuff, I remember being a teenager, you ready teenagers? When I was a teenager, I remember saying, mom, why won't you let me go out late and hang out with my friends? And she says, nothing good is going to happen if you hang out late with your friends. But, but little Johnny gets to hang out late. Why don't I get to hang out late? She protected me from things I didn't even know she was protecting me from. And here we are today. I get to, I get to be a part of so many people's lives today because of my joker buddy, Becky Kenton. Right? Because of her. I, I, I've become the man I've become, right? I, through all the crying and all the whining, come on, where are my kids at? Right? Right? They're all in children's church, right? That's why you're thankful for Pastor Chelsea. Are you with me? But without my joke bed, I'm not here. Without her. You know, I know there's a lot of stuff in the news right now, and the, the big talk is on abortion and things like that. And, and I got to be honest with you. I, I have strong opinions. Anybody got strong opinions in here? I have strong opinions. I'm not forcing my opinions on you. Don't mishear me, okay? But I will share something. My mom had me at 19 years old. And during that time, she didn't know which of the boys that she'd been with that month, which one was dad. I had three different last names in the hospital. because She's like, oh, it's not this one. Oh, it's not that one. It's this one. My mom could have easily decided to say, hey, I'm not ready. I'm sure glad she didn't. I'm sure glad she didn't. Because when I think about the purpose of what God had for my life, yes, to the world, I could have been considered a bastard child, born out of wedlock, no purpose, an accident. But can I tell you, there's a bunch of people in here that you might think you're an accident, but you're not. You're not. Moses was not an accident. I mean, Jochebed didn't even get to name her own son. The princess named her son, but she knew there was purpose. Are you with me? Come on. The, the first adoption that we get to watch happening right here. She's going, hey, I know that there's purpose in this young man. I know what God's called him for something. No Jochebed, no Moses. No Jochebed, no Moses. No Becky Kenton, 19 years old, scared out of her mind, wondering. She's the youngest of her four sisters thinking, oh, no, I did the wrong thing. I had a good summer. Hello. Had a fun summer. Now I have to be a mom. But she did it. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Okay? I'm so thankful. I will know my value as the hero behind the hero. Somebody had, when my parents visited, um, they had said, oh, my gosh, your son, she cornered her in the bathroom. Good job, whoever that was. Cornered her in the bathroom and said, your son is just such a blessing to us. Thank you so much. And, and she said, it is all God. It's not me. It's all God. It's not me. But I wouldn't have been able to know God if it wasn't for her. I probably would have been out partying with other kids because that's what other, my friends were doing. Right? But she, she watched over me. She protected me. Amen? So we go back to Exodus chapter 2, verse 2. I just love that Jochebed means God's glory. Gosh, somebody who's unnamed in the birth of the hero is also, her name means God's glory. It's awesome. Verse 2, the woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. What God has put in you or given to you will not be hidden forever. There is great purpose in what seems small. There is great purpose in what seems small. Moms or anybody, 
When you're doing what God has called you to do, it might seem small and insignificant. I have your blanket for you, by the way. Don't let me forget. It's in the car. I was like, ADD is going to go off. I'll forget. You guys will take off, and I won't give you your blanket back. I want to make sure you get your blanket back. But uh, you guys like ADD? Is it fun? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Everybody has so much fun with it. The bigger the church gets, the worse it gets. You know that. Like, because there's more, more relationships and more things happening. Like, ooh, ooh, you're here. Hey, John, good to see you, buddy. I love you, man. Right? I get all excited about that stuff. You know, I get all fired up. But um, anyway, let's get back, to, get back to it. If you have an ADD child, he can be a pastor. She can be a pastor. It can happen. They might not be able to function in the regular world, but, hey, God can use them. Amen? Amen. I can't tell you how many... How many times in the corporate world I get sent to, like, like a time management classes? You need to go to this time management class. I'm like, dude, I can't even, like, that's not going to help at all. Like, I'm like, now I'm really not doing anything, you know? Like, but anyway, sorry. Sorry to all my bosses out there who got to work with me. I love you too. But what God has put in you, no matter how small or insignificant, will come out at some point. And here's the thing. What's in you and what you allow to be in you is going to come out at some point. Whether it's a good thing or not so good a thing. Are you with me? It's going to come out at some point. God will reveal it. In Luke chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Meanwhile, the crowds grew until thousands were milling about and stepping on each other. Jesus turned first to his disciples and warned them, Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees their hypocrisy. This is why a lot of people don't go to church. Are you with me? A whole bunch of hypocrisy. If I had to compare most church people, I'd compare them to Pharisees. Don't get mad. Just own it if it's you, okay? If you're being a hypocrite, stop it. Be real. Be real. If you, have, if you really have faith, you really believe, then, then prove it. Prove it with your actions. Are you with me? Verse 2, the time is coming when everything that is covered up will be revealed. And all that is secret will be made known to all. Whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light. And what you have whispered behind closed doors will be shouted from the housetops for all to hear. Good or bad. Are you with me? Good or bad. Whatever is in you is going to come out at some point. You can't hold it back and you can't pretend forever. Are you with me? Pretending only goes so far. But as you start to get real with God, Listen, I, I loved, did anybody enjoy the, the, the marriage retreat? We had some people enjoyed that. Oh, my gosh. I loved it because we got real. We got real. We started talking about things that are taboo to talk about in church. You know what I mean? Right? They, were, we were, we were, they were asking some, we said any question, nothing's off limits. All of a sudden, we get texts on some things where I'm like, okay, all right. This is, these are the things the church needs to get through. Amen. You know, like, let's figure some stuff out. You know, let's, let's compare it to biblical truth instead of just popular opinion. Amen. <sighs> anyway, the small things will come out. And you know what? The enemy tries to, that's not something you're supposed to laugh at when we're talking about inappropriate things over here. The, the small things will come out. <laughs> no. Anyway, hey, <laughs> welcome to church, everybody. Oh, Chelsea, where are you? I need you right now. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Right, let's, let's. I, hmm. 
Pete, Pete shared something with the group this morning. When we get together at 8 a.m., we pray together and we kind of share some encouraging things. We pray for different prayer requests. And, and Pete shared something that his, uh, he, he had gone to his pastor's retirement this last Sunday and wasn't here for church. And, and uh, he said, my pastor was a pastor for 50 years. Like, wow. Like, I can't wait. Well, I can wait. I can wait until that happens. But one day, that I'll get to say that. I'll get to be that. And, and he was sharing this story about an apple's seed and how there's the potential of millions of apples in one seed, in one seed. And when we think about the little things in each of us, you know, they say, the Bible says that a little leaven leavens the whole lump, right? What, what's leaven? That's, that's what makes bread rise. You know, otherwise we all have flat breads, right? You, you put in yeast, a little yeast. And a lot of times when they talk about yeast in the Bible, it's usually a negative thing. Does that make sense? When Jesus is talking about here in, in Luke, he's saying, like, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and their hypocrisy. Right? you got all this stuff that's going to puff up and actually has no substance to it. Hello? Hello? And so for all of us, that little thing that you've been holding on to, that doubt, cynicism, anger, all those things that we're holding on, addictions, all those things we're holding on to might seem small, might seem like it affects nobody else. It's just, this is just between me and God. Listen, if we can get that leaven out, get that junk out, oh, you can see the full potential of what God has for you. See, that's what I care about more. I don't want a full church of hypocritical people that are sitting there going, hey, I, I'm doing good. I'm blessed going in, blessed going out. Look at me. Here we are. Listen, I want real people who are excited because, hey, I had junk in my life and I got rid of it. I, I, listen, I had an addiction, and let me tell you what Jesus did. He helped me get rid of it. Like this, the, the church should be the freest place you've ever been to, where you can be real and stop faking the funk. Amen? Come on, somebody. Here's point number two for my note takers. God will reveal for his glory in what he has given me. God will reveal for his glory in what he has given me. Some of us, we are blessed. Hey, we gave our life to the Lord. We got rid of the junk. We've done all these things. And yet, why, when am I going to see my purpose? Like I'm just, I'm going through life. I'm going through the motions and I just don't know. Is, is there a purpose? Maybe, maybe there isn't one for me. Maybe it's just, maybe it's for Pastor Justin. Maybe it's for Pastor, maybe these people, like, but not me. Are you with me? That little seed that was planted, God will reveal it. Amen? He'll bring it to full fruition. Are you with me? He'll bring it to a place where it's so fruitful you can't contain it all. Some of the fruit goes to rot because it doesn't get eaten. Are you with me? God, it'll be just so good. It'll, be, it'll blow your mind one day, but you've got to hold on. Somebody say, hold on. Hold on. God will reveal his glory in what he has given me. Matthew 25, verse 21. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Watch the little things. I did this whole series a while back about little things, the small things, how big the small things can be. It's the small things added up over time that makes the big difference. Are you with me? If you just get one big blessing, it's fleeting and it goes away. But small blessings added up over time, Oh, they don't go away quickly. Are you with me? 
Are you with me? You look at somebody who's worked really hard to, to, to gain wealth. Little by little, they've saved. Little by little, they've invested. Little by little, they've built and, and transformed. Maybe had a failure here and there, and then they build something else up. They've learned how to build. Are you with me? Then you find somebody who won the lottery. 95% of the time, somebody who wins the lottery is bankrupt within five years. Why? They don't know how to work with wealth. Give that to a wealthy person, right? This is, this is what he's talking about right here. He's like, oh, you've been faithful in little. You can be faithful in much. I'll give you more responsibilities. You know, I, I, sometimes I wonder, do I really want more responsibilities? Is anybody with me? Like, the more I'm faithful, the more God gives me, and the more he freaks me out. Are you with me? I'm like, Lord, I don't know if I should be able to handle these things. You say you won't give me more than I can handle, but I think you're crazy. Are you with me? But he starts to reveal more and more of his glory. Come on. His glory. Jochebed. God's glory. He reveals his glory. And what could seem like a small thing. All I, all I did was ask you to take care of this little boy and make sure he doesn't get taken out like the rest of them. Small thing. I mean, and what faith it would have had to take. I don't know about you moms, but I'll bet it would have been really difficult to say, here, here's my child. God, do what you need to do with him. Lord, I trust you. I believe you. Lord, bless him, bless him, bless him. Are you with me? But how many of us have to do that in today's world anyway? Like we try to control it. We try to put our arms around our kids. We try to, we try to protect them from the world. But the world's still there. Are you with me? I remember going into the Marine Corps, the world. I got to experience the world a little bit out of mom's care. Thank goodness she taught me a lot of good stuff. But I did a lot of dumb things too. Are you with me? Anybody go to college? Anybody join the military? I mean, military is like college with money. It's like, hey, I, get to, I, get, I can afford to do all the things I'm not supposed to do. Are you with me? Because I don't have money to spend on anything else. I mean, I knew, I knew there was something, something was different when at a church function, they, they gave us all of these, like, uh, Coke in a bottle. You know, anybody like Coke in a bottle? Like bottled Coke? And nobody brought a bottle opener. And so everybody's like, all the kids are like, Mom, how do I open this? How do I open this? And they're like looking around. And, and then here comes Pastor Justin. You know, like, I learned something when I was in the Marine Corps. You know, it's like. They're like, wow, Pastor Justin, where did you get this skill? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? You know, like, <laughs> we all have talents, amen? God will reveal his glory in the little things. Somebody's got to save the children, get them their Coca-Cola. <laughs> all silliness aside, watch what God can do with the little things that you've been faithful with. While you may feel unnoticed, not given much credit, God will get great glory. Somebody say great glory through your faithfulness. I, I don't want to sound arrogant, and, and so forgive me if I do. But I wonder sometimes how my mom feels about what I do. You know what I mean? You ever think about that? Like, I, I look at my sons, nine and three years old. And I think about what is the potential in this seed? What could God do through them? When, when God gave us the name for our oldest son, Noah, his name was attacked, and it was challenging. It was a challenging season in our life. 
but we knew that his name was supposed to be Noah because when we went to church, we were serving. Chelsea's all huge, you know, and, and we were praying about what his name should be. We, we had this cool name of Camden. We were like, oh, this will be a cool name. I, I, I would love to name him Camden. And, and we were at church, and uh, the evangelist came from, I think, New Zealand, and he said, can I pray over your womb? Now, he didn't know if we had a boy or a girl or anything else, right? This is a guy from New Zealand. And she, he's, we're like, yeah, of course, please. And she said, I, I feel like God's saying that your, your, your child will be like Noah and carry the church. And we knew in that moment that's his name. That's his name. Like God named him. We don't, we don't get a right to name him at this point. Sorry, Camden, another time, you know. But. It's those moments where God speaks into their life. And I look at my little boy, and he is ADD just like his dad. Oh, my gosh, that kid. He can't focus more than not even 10 seconds, like half a second. You ask him to go do something, he forgets like five steps in what he was supposed to do. Don't ask for anything important. You'll be sitting there for a while. Are you with me? I mean, I got, I got my, my ADD 9-year-old, and then I got my 3-year-old, which is just a 3-year-old, right? You know what I mean? So I ask anybody, okay, this is going to be too much information, but this will be fun. This is going to be a good day. Is it going to be a good day, Danny? It's going to be a good day. Anybody ever get, like, stuck on the throne with no paper? You ever, you ever do that? And what do you do? You shout for your kids to go get some, right? So I shout for my 9-year-old. Here, There I am, like, 25 minutes later. Nothing has happened. I, I don't know where he is. He's probably playing Legos upstairs. And so I, I, I resort to his little brother, the 3-year-old, you know, like, like Judah, can, can, you go, can you go upstairs? In the daddy's bathroom, get the toilet paper and bring it back here. So he go, he's like, okay, dad. He's a little helper. He's just like mom. Like he's just like, oh, I'll help. I can do it, you know. And so he goes up the stairs. He's looking at me like the whole time like because our, our restroom's right by the stairs. So he's looking down there like, I got it, dad. I've got it. He goes all the way up the stairs. And, and I'm, like, I'm like, is he going to come back like this? He's a three-year-old. Like I don't know what's going to happen here. Like this is, I'm putting a lot of faith here. And. He comes down the stairs just enough to see in the bathroom again with one square. <laughs> I did it. Yes, you did, buddy. Good job. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my gosh. The little things. Man. The things that God is going to do through those boys. The things that God is going to do through those boys. Point number three is God will reveal his glory in what he has given me. God will reveal his glory in what he's given me. In Matthew 25, verse 21, the master was full of praise. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling a small amount, so I'll now give you more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Watch what God will do through believing in my ADD nine-year-old or my well-meaning three-year-old. Watch what God will do. Watch what God will do. I can only imagine. My prayer is that my boys will have more faith than I've ever had. I pray that they'll believe God for crazier things than I've ever believed for. I pray that their experience and their relationship with God is closer than my own. Are you with me? And I think that most moms would believe the same. Then we have Jochebed. Jochebed. God gives her a promise, a gift. This little boy, a gift that she can't keep, she's not allowed to keep, 
He can't grow up in the house. She's hid him for three years to protect him from, from Egypt. Thank God for Jochebed. I think there's a lot of Jochebeds out here today. A lot of people, maybe you think, I'm not even significant enough for somebody to say my name. I'm just so-and-so's mom. Are you with me? He had a mother and a father. They had a child. His name is Moses. That's all they said about him. Sometimes you feel so insignificant because I'm just so-and-so's mom. I'm so-and-so's dad. I, I get that all the time from the, from the kids. Oh, you're Noah's dad? Yeah, I'm Noah's dad. Right? No ego, no need for ego. They're kids. They know Noah. They don't know me. You're Noah's dad. Come on. It doesn't make my purpose any less significant. Amen? Amen? Because even if my purpose was only to be Noah's dad, what is Noah going to do with his life? The word that was spoken over him in the womb is that he will carry the church. If he's going to carry the church, I should be treasuring him more than my own self. Because God's given me a promise in this child that one day he will carry the church. Okay. Okay. Well, what about when he gets rebellious when he's a teenager? Well, what about when he doesn't want to read the Bible because ADD people have a hard time reading and focusing on any one thing at a time? Are you with me? What about then? Well, I still believe God at his word. Jochebed, three years into it, going like, I, they're going to take him from me. They're going to take him from me. What am I going to do? Puts him in the water not knowing what's going to happen. To have the princess come and, and then he goes and lives in royalty. Come on, somebody. Listen, what you give, what you have right now, give it to God. No matter what it is. What do you have? Well, I don't have much. I, I have, I, I'm, I'm a lie and a cheat. I'm, I'm a hypocrite, pastor. I'm the hypocrite. I'm the one that goes to church and then on Monday I'm doing a different thing and I'm saying, I say one thing in church and I say a different thing outside of it. I'm the hypocrite, Pastor. I'm not usable by God. You're so wrong. Give Him what you've got. Whatever it is that you've got right now, give it to Him and see what He can do with it. All she had was a child she was not allowed to have. But she put that child in the water and in faith said, God, I trust you. Do something with this miracle that you gave me. Come on, how many of you got teenagers out there right now you wish had a, a relationship with God? Let go today. Let go and trust Him with the Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, this, this is your daughter. This is your son. You take them. You build them. You make them. You grow them. Come on, somebody. Listen, the best responsibility that you can have is to, to take what God has given you and give it back to Him. Give it back to Him. His anyway. Surprise. But you give those gifts that you were given back to Him and watch what He can do with it. I wonder, I wonder what it was like as, as His mother is right outside. Because this is all you hear of her at all. We only know her name in those other two scriptures. That's it. And they just said she and her husband had Moses. Wow, the depth of her life was amazing. You know what I mean? But I wonder what it was like for her watching Moses grow up in the palace. I wonder what it was like for her when she couldn't tell people, that's my son, the one that's setting us all free right now. That's my boy. 
that God gave me a promise for. I, 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 I haven't seen him since he was three years old. I haven't seen him. But look what he's doing. If we trust the Lord with the things he's given us, look what he can do. Look what he can do. I wonder, I wonder if my mom's boyfriend, who was obviously not interested in me, I wonder what he said to her when she found out she was pregnant. And then I wonder what God said to her about me. I remember as a young child, my mom praying over me saying, one day you will lead thousands of people. I was shy and introverted my whole childhood. No friends. Are you with me? I couldn't imagine standing here right now. I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine it. But my mom believed enough to say yes. I'll take care of him. I'll help him grow. Wherever you're at right now, just close your eyes. Close your eyes. When it's just The reason we close our eyes, it's not a spiritual thing. It's not a spiritual thing at all. The only reason you close your eyes is so that you can focus. Close your eyes and you're shutting everything out for a minute. All these other things that you could be focusing on. And you're saying, God, what did you put in me? What did you put in me that could be like Jochebed? Maybe it'll be unknown, unseen, unheard of. But what could I do that would produce fruit that would save people's lives? Lord, what have you put me in charge of that will change someone's destiny? I'm just a hypocrite. I don't have it all together. Can you really use somebody like me, God? As you pray a prayer like that, be ready to hear an answer. Because his answer is yes. I don't waste, I don't waste energy on people. You wouldn't have breath in your lungs today if you didn't have purpose for your life. So as you're sitting here between you and God, He's sharing with you that you have purpose. Whether people know your name and your name's written in lights and you're the most famous person that you know, but or you're, you're so-and-so's mom. I'm just Moses' mom. God has a purpose for your life right here, right now. God, we give you our insecurities. We give you our fear. We give you the junk. And Lord, that little tiny seed of hope that's buried in all that garbage. We speak to that seed right now. We know that millions can be attached to it. Millions of lives changed. Millions of lives saved. God, we thank you right now that you can do far greater than we can imagine with so little. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus for yourself, keeping your eyes closed, I want to introduce you to my best friend. My best friend has guided me in some of the most difficult times of my life. He's allowed me to experience some of the most exciting times of my life. 
I tell you this, he's never left my side. He's always there with me in the middle of my sin, in the middle of my triumphs. He's always there with me. Always there ready to forgive me. Always there ready to pull me out of the junk. And if you're here this morning, you don't have that kind of relationship with God. Maybe you got baptized as a child or maybe you you said a little prayer at one point, but it didn't really mean anything to you. Wherever you're at this morning, if if you're like, hey, I want that for myself. I want to have a real relationship with God. I want to know God for myself. I want to know that that tiny little seed could produce fruit. If that's you here this morning, can you just raise your hand for me? Everybody else's eyes are closed. I'm looking at them. They're not looking at me. So If there's anybody in here, you're like, hey, that's me. I want that. I want a relationship with God. I give him permission to work in my life. Is that somebody here today? I almost feel like I can hear you saying I'm embarrassed. Everyone here is going to think less of me because I should have gave my life to Jesus so long ago. But I've been stubborn. I want to tell you right now, again, nobody's looking around. This is between you and Jesus. And Jesus knows your heart and He wants you. He, he knows everything about you. He knows, he knows how critical you are about things. He knows how, how you don't like hypocrites and how you don't want to be one. But if that's you here this morning, raise your hand real high for me. I'm going to pray for you. I'm not going to embarrass you, I promise. I feel like that's somebody here. It's okay. Don't be afraid. How do you know it's you? Your heart starts pounding a little bit more. Your hands start to get sweaty and you're like, gosh darn it. Can't somebody else raise their hand? It's got to be somebody else. This whole thing was for you. This whole thing was for you. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. So, so much. Is that somebody here this morning? Father God, I just thank you right now for every heart surrendered in this place. For everybody that's watching online that is getting their life rocked this morning. God, I just pray for each of us to grow a closer relationship with you. God, for those that haven't given their life to you yet, I pray they pray a simple prayer. Just saying, God, I can't do this by myself. I don't have what it takes. I surrender my life to you. I ask that you come into my heart, come into my life, and make me brand new. God, I'm a hypocrite. I'm messed up. I keep going back to my old stuff all the time, and I don't want to. But I do. God, do you still love me? He says, yes. I still love you. I still care for you. And I still want you. God, we thank you. We give you our lives today. And even when we screw up in the future, we'll be quick to come back, quick to say I'm sorry, quick to repent, quick to recommit our lives to you, Jesus, so that we can become all that you've called and created us to be. Experience what your Bible says, life to the fullest. So God, I thank you right now for what you're doing in people's hearts. Wow. 
while we're in this moment, we're going to stay here for just a little bit. Oh, darn it. Gone way over time again. Just for a minute. Yesterday, uh, for those of you that attend regularly, you know what kind of stuff happens for me. But for those of you that are new, this will be a little weird. So I want to ask for forgiveness for the odd feeling that you're about to have. But uh, one of the things that God does for me is He'll show me things, either physical pain in my body or mental things or different stuff. He'll let me experience what people are going through so that I can pray for you and also so that He can show you how much He loves you. But yesterday, I was in this like deep depression and I didn't know why.